1: Welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahoma's Oklahoma State Football Podcast. I am your host, Scott Wright, joined by my beat partner, Jacob Unruh. And this podcast, as always, is brought to you by Zaxby's. Satisfy your craving for hand-breaded chicken and fresh-made salads. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast. Jacob feels like, it feels like it's been a long time since we've uh, we've been on the mic for a podcast. I don't know that it has. It just feels that way. Does
2: time stand still when football ends? It kind of does. It just feels that. Like we've just been kind of. Yeah, it's just been slow.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's, it's award season, and award yeah. season goes slow.
2: Yeah, that's, maybe that's it. It's like yeah. we had to wait a week to find the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Find out the bowl game. Yeah. Um, now we have to wait. Had to wait a couple more, couple more days to find out the Heisman stuff, and right. then, you know the the award ceremonies this week and all that, and it's just like, okay, let's get back to some games. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's just a, a slow time. Uh, you know, Oklahoma State hasn't even been practicing that much. Yeah. we haven't had a chance to talk to anybody, and there's been no uh, public or, no media availability. I haven't been to Stillwater since sunday and
2: that's rare <laughs> that's really rare this is wednesday morning and, yeah exactly. and i haven't been to Stillwater in a couple days right
1: what's happening it's uh yeah it's crazy um i wanted to uh obviously this time of year with no games going on we got to kind of get a little bit creative in what we do here on the old podcast so uh so we'll try to find some of these fun type of things to do but uh, but this one today uh three players i guess i should say six players three players each who uh, need to take be- most advantage of uh, mm-hmm. of of the extra bowl practices, or uh, need to uh, make sure that they benefit from the bowl practices? You know, this is uh, it's a, it's a played out storyline that, that uh, uh, you know it gets talked about all the time. But the extra fifteen practices that come with making a bowl. Are incredibly valuable because it's like an extra spring basically you get 15 practices in spring so these practices really do have a lot of value making a bowl for this reason alone probably has more value than the game itself um but uh but oklahoma state's in a situation where they got some uh some some needs got some uh, some guys that need to be ready to go need to to start taking that next step whether it's for the bowl game for next year whatever it might be so um so like i said we'll uh, we'll focus on six guys uh now i'm writing a story for thursday's paper so if you're listening to this on thursday go check it out to listen on Wednesday. Look on social media; it'll be out some point later today. But um, where I uh, where I focus on five guys, uh, not 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 the burgers, uh, five oh, players. Man. I, I know I'm starving right now. Oh, and, uh, I am too. It's, five it's guys sounds me. really good. It sounds fantastic. Ah.
2: Not as good as Zaxby's, but still that's, really yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. I can't talk too much about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to write about five different players, uh, but there'll be a couple of extras that we don't discuss here on the podcast that will be in the story, so that uh, so that the readers get a little bit of a uh, little bit of a bonus too. But we'll uh, we'll get into some other guys today that aren't in the story mm-hmm. as well. So, um, or I'm sorry, I reversed that. There'll be some guys in the story that we won't talk about yeah. today, and some guys we talk about today that won't be in the story that's uh i got to, i got too distracted thinking about burgers um so let's uh let's let's get it started we'll do uh one guy each each segment so first segment uh i'll give you uh i'll give you first draw jacob a uh, player that needs to take full advantage of the extra bowl practices
2: i think i'm going to start at the safety position with it's jason taylor place. the second good good um, d-
1: good place to start a kid i
2: a, a kid place. i know well i covered right. him in carl albert um extensively um He's had some moments this year where he's gotten in the game, late-game mm-hmm. late, late game situations, right. um, special teams. Obviously, he plays a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know the status of Colby Harville Peel. He got hurt at the end of Bedlam. Yep. Um, there's been no update publicly about him. Right. Um, Trey Sterling, obviously, is going to miss the first half because of his ejection due to the targeting penalty. Um, and so there's some spots. There's some chances here possibly for someone like Jason to take full advantage of this and, and and make make his presence felt a little bit more. Tanner McAllister, I think, would obviously he's been a guy that's been in the lineup. Mm-hmm. So I think he's gonna get one you know some time. Um if Colby's out too, though, I think you've got a chance for Jason, you've got a chance for Kanai and Williams. But I think Jason really kinda has needs to seize this opportunity and yeah. show that uh he's capable of coming in and and doing some damage and doing what they expected him to do, and they got him from Carl Albert. Right, exactly. And this
1: is a this is a time where, um, you know, with the the extra practice, even even uh, with Sterling, knowing that there that he's out for the first half, uh, but he's he's still a veteran guy. He's had some some minor injury issues, nothing major, uh, but he's been uh, dinged up from time to time. So you imagine that he's probably getting some extra rest during during bowl prep. So a guy like Jason could step in there and, and take that next step and, and prove that he's ready to be a, a serious contributor back there because you know, they've had that, that starting three at the safety position that they've really relied on so much. And if they, um, you know, if they saw something extra out of, out of a guy like Jason Taylor, you know he could mix his way into the field a little bit, onto the field a little bit more, and uh, uh, into the rotation. I think that would be really valuable for him. Uh, for uh, For my spot, I'm going to go with the guy that you mentioned. We'll keep it at the at the safety position, Tanner McAllister. I think. Uh, I think. You know, if I if I had to guess. I would say that he's in the starting lineup for the bowl game uh, because of uh, of, because of Trey. Trey. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, we don't know what the status of Colby Harvell Peel is at at this point. Um, Did have that, uh, that injury at the the end of the bowl game, or at the the Bedlam game where he was, he was limping off. So we'll see what uh, you know, what his status is. But I think that Tanner McAllister, he's been the, he's been the sixth DB really all all year and really even last year. Um, You know, he's last year, he came in as a true freshman and, and they were, Playing him as a as a backup corner, sort of as that uh, that Thomas Harper type of of spot we saw this year, and then they they started to feel like like safety was a place that he was going to really excel, and they moved him there mid season, and he started being that that uh, that six DB the dime back I guess is what you would call it, but um, so I think that he is a guy who you know not only for his situation in the bowl game, but looking forward to, uh, to next year is another guy, just like, just like Jason who needs to, uh, to really excel in what, uh, in what he's doing to, uh, to get on the field and, and be more involved. Um, and at the same time, you wonder if he's a guy that, like I said, he started his career as a corner. You wonder if he's a guy that's, uh, that's going to get another look there, mm-hmm. um, because they are going to be really young at corner next year, uh, with the departure of A.J. Green. Uh, you know, if Rodarius Williams end up, ends up leaving early, which uh, we've discussed uh, as as potential on this podcast, they're ridiculously young at corner, and maybe McAllister is a guy who can fit in there. So that's something that could be of value to him in preparing himself for for what could be a much bigger role a,
0: uh, a year. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh... – human remains that are left. listen to where secrets go to die the disappearance of Derek hennigan from the detroit free press a new podcast set in the woods of michigan's upper peninsula available on apple spotify freak.com or wherever you get your podcasts
1: from now but that safety position there you know it, it feels weird to say it, but they're so young back there because yeah. it's guys that have played a ton, Yes, but they are well, still so young.
2: I was just thinking with all this, too. It's key for both Tanner and Jason to look at it because how long is Colby going to stay? How long is Jared right. Bernard going to stay? They're yeah. both sophomores. Yeah. They can leave after next season. So yeah. it's a point you got to start getting them – a little bit more experience in getting them ready to go because yeah. Colby's kind of played himself to the spot you got to start wondering right if he will stay all four years
1: exactly he's got the, he's got the body to go be mm-hmm. a uh, a big time player I think at the, at the next level or a, a player at the next level at least so that's uh that's definitely definitely going to be interesting to see what um, you know what the secondary looks like in the bowl game and and beyond after we find out what uh, what's going on with everybody there. All right, tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and, uh, and dive into our next selections on the players that need to take advantage of these bowl practices. This is the Cowboy Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. We are back on the Cowboy Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. I want to get back into our... Players that need to take most advantage of bowl practices also want to remind you that we will, in our next episode, have the weekly mailbag. So jump in with those questions because we want to hear what your questions about the bowl game, about Texas A&M, about Oklahoma State's current situation. Uh, We know lots of you want to know whether Chuba is staying or going. We don't know still. No (laughs) idea. We'll know as soon as we know on that one. Um Spencer Sanders remains uh, up in the air at this point. Gundy's comments about him uh, were, uh, were interesting in, in the fact that he's you know getting a uh, follow-up appointment with his doctor on the uh, 16th or 17th of December and, uh, and could potentially be cleared 100% at that point. And that would be an interesting situation for Gundy. And let's let's talk about that just really quick now that I've brought it up even if even if he's healthy do you do you play him do you take that chance it just it feels really risky to me
2: here's here's i mean if you have chuba if chuba plays right maybe you play spencer yeah the i little. think if chuba's not playing you're without chuba you're without tylan what's the, maybe i don't want to say what's the point but maybe right. that is what it is what's the i mean spencer right. what does he gain from it yeah exactly um I mean, every bit of experience obviously is crucial for Spencer at this point too. But get him fully healthy for the spring, get him fully healthy for next season. Mm -hmm. Maybe that should be the goal because Drew Brown—it's his last go ride. I mean, it doesn't necessarily—you don't have to worry about his health as much, right? So exactly. um, I don't know. I think it really still hinges on Chuba to me.
1: Yeah, that's that's absolutely a, a fair point. All right. Well, let's get back to our uh, our players who need to take advantage of bowl practices. And uh, I'll let you once again have the uh, the first selection in round two here.
2: Well, I guess since we were just talking about Chuba, maybe we should look at some running backs. That's a good point. Um, I think Des Jackson. That's a strong one right there. He's got to have good practices right yeah. now. Um, I think LD slides in the starting role, LD Brown, if Chuba doesn't play. Um, that opens the door for Des Jackson, mm-hmm. DeAndre Glass, Um to kind of get some carries. Maybe Micah Cooper could even get right. back in, out there yeah, after his early start as a walk-on. Um, I think we haven't heard anything about him in a long time, but I don't right. think he did anything wrong. I think it's no. just Chuba was so good that exactly. there's no reason to play a bunch of running backs. But I think Des Jackson's a guy they really like. Mm-hmm. Um and they really look at he's He's redshirted now at this point. Mm-hmm. He's got two more years of him. Um, if Chuba doesn't play particularly, you've got to find someone for the future. Even if he does play, I think you've got to give more running back carries right. to someone else because – you've got to start looking at the future because he could be playing. and hadn't said anything about the NFL at this point. Yeah. And we don't know if he's going to stay or not. And so you've got to start looking to see what you have. And Des yeah. Jackson, I think is a key guy to that mm-hmm. coming out of junior college and someone they really like.
1: Yeah. And even, even let's, let's just assume for the, for the moment that Chuba comes back next year, you've got, you've got Chuba who is sort of a, sort of a, a Swiss army knife type of guy. He can mm-hmm. do a little bit of everything. Um, LD can run can run hard, but he's still a, a smaller guy. He's he's impressed me with his power at times yeah. this year. He can really fly when he gets in open field. Uh, but Des Jackson, at, at, at as big as he is, can really be um, more of a, more of a power back mm-hmm. and and bring that aspect. I think in a way that uh, that they haven't had since J.D. King left. So. That could be a, uh, a a really interesting dynamic if they have all three of those guys. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead with my selection. I'll go ahead and stay at the at the running back spot, and I'm gonna throw out DeAndre Glass. This isn't necessarily for the bowl game. This is more for the next step of his career, and you know this is a guy that that you know wasn't even dressing out the last uh, mm-hmm. the last few games of the season. Um, looked like he was playing a lot of scout team probably. And, uh, you know, came in needing some, some time. And these are the moments that he's really got to take advantage of. Obviously the early parts of bowl practice are all about, you know, everybody's, everybody's back on, there's no scout team. Everybody's back in their regular position, running the regular offense. And this is a really crucial time for him. I think to, um, you know, to show what he has, has, gained this season and give the staff a little bit more confidence in him going into spring because he is a guy that if chuba has gone, you know, becomes a guy that, that you're hoping is, is is able to, to help you out at some point and, and give you some carries. So, um, you know, he was obviously highly recruited. It was a really big deal when, when Oklahoma state landed him and, and, I don't want to call the kid a bust at this point uh, because, you know, he's just redshirted. but, but still, um, you know, a running back, a four star running back, you expect to come in and, and have be able to contribute yeah. a little bit more early on. So um, obviously there's guys ahead of him and, and work to be done, but I think he can, he can really benefit a lot from these opportunities to be back over there on the regular offense and And show what he is capable of doing. That's r- running back, and we've talked about it in our uh, when we discussed recruiting, last week, uh, this is such a uh, such a volatile position right now, not knowing what's going to happen with chuba and and not really knowing anything about anybody mm-hmm. besides uh, besides LD Brown. Um, you know, they've been uh, they've been so good for uh, for the last few years here. That it's uh, that it's starting to get a little bit scary. What they're going to have there, and with a running quarterback, it's really important to have a running back that that at least scares people a little bit. Yeah, and that's going to be important next year when when Spencer is is running the zone read. You can't have people just teeing off on your quarterback in that situation, or he's going to end up on the sidelines again. So this is a a really crucial spot for them. Um, you know, still not a running back in the recruiting class. Waiting on Daniel Ngata, who will sign on signing day, but won't uh, announce his signing until December twenty first. In the uh, what we decided, what do we call it? The the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's what it is. I was um, going blank. Something. Uh, you know, so,
2: Isaiah Jacobs isn't the one they're waiting on. Also, right, exactly.
1: So. Yeah, still waiting on him. They're in the top five for him. And that would be uh, that would be a solid pickup as well, um, you know. But uh, but if something doesn't start coming together, you know they're going to be they're going to be scrambling at uh, at that position. So whoever uh, whoever it is, there's there are guys that need to uh, need to take advantage. And like you said, both Jackson and Glass have uh, have secured their redshirt seasons this year. Both of them played in one game, so uh, important for them to uh, to maybe try to get involved. You know, show enough that they can get involved. Probably Jackson more so than Glass, uh, because I think Jackson. You know, there's potential that he's the number two guy at the bowl game, so that'll be that'll be important and uh, see what what he can do with it. All right, we'll uh, we'll take one more break. Come back and have our each of our third selections for a player that needs to take full advantage of bowl practices. Coming right back on the Cowboy Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. We are back on the Cowboy Chronicles, presented by Zaxby's. Running down our six players total, three players each, who we think need to take the most advantage of the extra practices that bowl season affords. We've uh, we've talked about uh, safeties, we've talked about running backs to this point. Uh, kind of uh, kind of a wild card here at the end because I think that we hit the uh, the two most important positions uh, in terms of uh, of where they stand right now. So. Uh, could be a little bit uh a little bit all over the place on this one. You uh you got uh you got somebody locked and loaded, ready Long to snapper, I'm
2: just kidding. No, um
1: hey, <laughs> so, hey, old Brady Wilson. He you you he, he cuts the mullet. Now he's got to uh-huh. he's got to got to stand up and uh and be ready.
2: That's right. Um no uh I think I'm going to go with CJ Moore. Good choice. That receiver. Good choice. Um the Union product um he's you know listed 65175. He's that big receiver they want on the outside. Right. Um Jordan McCray obviously is seized that and and controlled that spot all year. CJ had a really good start to the year mm-hmm. and then literally just disappeared. Yeah, he did. Like they were all excited about him and then he didn't play right. anymore. No. And we don't really have an explanation exactly as to why. Right. Um, but I think maybe that kind of shows maybe he wasn't as developed as they wanted him to be. Yeah. Um and maybe this is a chance these extra practices to get out there because Jordan McRae obviously graduates, yeah, and is gone, and so that spot's open again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think CJ Moore, it's his to lose, but he's he's almost on the verge of losing it in a way if he's right. not getting on the field at all. Yeah, absolutely. and so I think I mean he needs to go out there and show that he's taking the necessary steps that they can go and rely on him at that position.
1: Yeah, um, you know, you look at what Braden Johnson has done to get more involved. Um, you know, looking looking long term, obviously. They've got to decide what they want to do with Dylan Stoner, whether they want him yeah. to, to return to that inside spot, they want him to to play the role that he's been in since since Tylen got hurt. Uh, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with Tylen, whether he's going to return from from the ACL and stay at Oklahoma State or go to the NFL. So there's a lot of decisions, a lot of uh, a lot of movement that could happen at the receiver spot. But C.J. Moore could really become an impact player. He and and Pat McHawthman as those as those big guys out there on uh, on the edge that that can do some of those things that mm-hmm. that that Jordan McRae did at times this year and become yeah. a, a you know a red zone target on occasion or a, a deep play threat. So that's re- that's a really important spot for them to to develop. Uh, you know, their when you take Tylan out of the picture they start, you start sort of running out of guys pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh, that you, that you know that they feel comfortable relying on. You've got, you got Dylan, you got Landon Wolf and uh, you know, then Brayden Johnson, like you said, emerged. McCray was in there some, but that's yeah. really about it.
2: Here's a chance for, I think CJ to come and become the guy if he yeah. wanted to be. Yeah. You know, if he can develop that way, because he's a monster.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Mean,
2: he could become the target. I mean, he could become the guy, but he just hasn't seized that chance. No,
1: like like you said, great start. Yeah, two touchdowns in his first three receptions of the yeah. season. So he's outrunning people. Everything right. exactly. Just yeah, looking really good. Baffling. So yeah, it was surprising to see the way that the season went for him. He had a, a stretch where he didn't even play for uh, for quite a while. There didn't even see the field. So uh, we'll see uh, what exactly uh, what exactly happens with him in that in that scenario. But um. Yeah. Definitely, someone who could take a step forward and emerge and and become part of the regular rotation of guys that are uh, that are getting on the field. You know, Elsie Greenwood is another one that I think that uh, that was that was stepping up down the stretch and and could be in the mix there. Um. My last choice. I'm going to go a little bit a uh, little bit off uh, off sort of outside the box on this one and uh, go over to the defensive side of the ball and I'm going to say AJ Green. Okay. It's a, it's it's not it's it's different different it is a different thought process than what we've been talking uh-huh. about with guys that that need to improve for Oklahoma State. This is uh, this is AJ Green's he's you know he's going to have a bowl game, he's going to have the uh, the senior bowl and you know maybe he gets invited to the combine, you don't know. Uh, but he's going to be a guy that I think has a chance to play at the next level. And, you know, I, I'm not saying this happened to him, but I had this thought when I was, when I was sort of running down the depth chart and thinking about guys that we needed to talk about on this show today. Um, You know, this kind of thing will even happen to us and and lots of different professions where you get going and you've been doing something for a while and you sort of just get in a routine and, Mm -hmm. and, you just kind of, kind of going through the, going through the motions at, at, at some point, and get a little bit comfortable, yeah. kind of in a, uh, in a groove. And every now and then you got to sort of take a step back and say, okay, let's shake things up, and let's make sure that I'm still doing all the little things right, mm-hmm. and uh, and not, uh, you know, not not glazing over some of the things that the 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 little details that. You know that made me good at what I do in the first place, mm-hmm. and I think this is a good time for AJ Green in that in that respect. And I'm not again not saying that, that he did that at all. Because yeah, I no, think he's a, played really well, an incredibly an incredibly committed player. But to take some time and sharpen up some of those things, because you know Mike Gunny mentioned in his teleconference about the bowl game that you know veterans are getting individual work. And and then they're going when they go to their team periods, they're going with a lot of the younger guys. So, you know, this is the this is the time to work on your footwork, work on your hands, uh, you know, work on on your uh, your hips and, and those sorts of things for A.J. Green, because those are the things that are going to be scrutinized every time he's on the field from here on out until draft day, yeah. you know, when he's in those individual drills at the combine, if he gets to go or at pro day, if he doesn't, um, and probably at, at pro day, it, whether he does go to the combine or not, um, those are going to be the things that scouts are looking at and, and grading him on and, and, and taking the opportunity or just trying to decide whether they're going to give this guy a chance at the next level. So I think he has, uh, I think there's, uh, there is money to be made in in this uh, this next few weeks for him mm-hmm. in in what he can do and and sort of dialing himself back in like you said he's had a, he's had a really good season uh, he was uh, he was on my ballot for uh, first team uh, ap um uh, all big 12 uh, we'll see uh, that that list comes out on uh friday um we'll see how everybody else voted and, and where he lands on that uh, you know he's a guy that uh, you know didn't have a ton of stats because a lot of people didn't throw at him yeah um but you go look at like um you go look at what pff pro football focus had to say about him and he graded out really well in terms of of what he did on the field so It'd be interesting to see, you know, what uh, what type of postseason uh, recognition comes his way. He was second team on the uh, the coaches' ballot, um, so we'll see we'll see what happens with the AP ballot as well. But um, a guy that I think has, I think I think he can, pl- I think he's got the talent to play at the next level, and he's going to get his opportunities and and this is uh, this is just an opportunity for him to to sharpen things up. I think at this point. Um, so that uh, there, like I said, there's some other guys that I'm going to write about in uh, in Thursday's paper that I think are uh, are some interesting guys that have definitely something on the table for them as you look at at what's at mm-hmm. what's ahead for them, and um, we'll see you know what uh, what what can be done. Uh, I mentioned uh, I mentioned the pro football focus stuff. They did a uh, they, they put out an all Big Twelve team. Um, and went deep at, at each position I, have, I
2: missed that I guess so yeah this, it is, was, this is new to me I'm, it was
1: <laughs> it was uh it came out actually before the big 12 title game so it was uh, it was interesting but obviously theirs is all based on analytics yeah and uh I only I only bring this up to point out that Tom Hutton was third team punter on their list.
2: Third team punter huh yeah
1: he's ninth in the league in uh in yards per punt. Uh, maybe eighth, um, but um, his analytics show that he is of value in uh, in some different
2: is, ways. Is is he going to be on your list in the paper?
1: No, he is not. He's not. Okay, He's not Let's see. now. Now he need, he needs to take advantage of, yeah. of any opportunity, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, he's, that he's got to improve on his season. He is not going to be in the in the paper. Like I said, though, there will be mm-hmm. a couple other guys that I'll throw out there and and discuss. I figured he might be the lead item for you in the paper. Not Number yet. one, not yet. Tom Hutton. Yeah, no, I'm I'm confident in in, <laughs> in his in his ability to uh, go out and improve himself after his first season of American football. So. Um. All right. Anything? Anything else we need to uh to touch on here? We've uh, we've sort of. No, uh, I think we can wait into... for
2: the award stuff on Chupa.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have all we of, of uh, all of that stuff week. to uh, to get into later this week. Again, we'll have the mailbag segment. So uh, go ahead and fire us those questions on Twitter at ScottRideOK okay, or at Jacob Unruh so uh, give us your questions we'll uh, dive into the mailbag we had we had a great mailbag segment last week yes it was really good you guys need to uh, need to need to stick to it and uh, and uh, the bar's been set really high now so come back strong for us in the mailbag we appreciate all of those questions and appreciate all of you out there who are listening to the Cowboy Chronicles which as always is sponsored by Zaxby's Satisfy your craving for hand-breaded chicken and fresh-made salads. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash